Hey everyone, welcome to a new Stigmas and Open Wounds. I am Tracy. And I'm Eric. All right. So, today we don't have a guest. Today it's just us. Yeah. But no, this week you guys are stuck with us again. Sorry. But don't worry, next week you got Jess again. So yeah. <laughs> You get that soothing voice. You get the soothing. And jump over to the meditation well and you I can was... have that voice just about three times a week, is it, I think? I think that's what it is. Something so. like that. Yeah. It comes out multiple times a week. But hey, you know what? With meditation, you can always just recycle meditations. That's what I do. It's, it's totally great. I love it. So yeah, she's a great meditation podcast. So great we'll friend. Have to, we, Tracy has a, a podcast super fan who thinks that Tracy's like the greatest podcaster <laughs> ever to live. So I'm going to have to make sure that he he listens to the to this one of Jess's episodes to find yeah. out who is better. So it's going to be Jess. It's got to be. It's got to be. Because when I listen to it, I'm like, oh man, I got to be more like Jess. Pod, podcast super fan, you know who you are out there listening right now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm very excited about today's episode. I really am. And I know I say that a lot especially in this season, because we have a lot of really awesome episodes this season. But this one is a little bit different. A little bit out of the, the well, on a little, little unexpected. A little just bit kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it, it kind of did. It came well, out of nowhere, in, in a sense. In a sense, yes. Very much in a sense. the reason it came out of nowhere, I'll, I'll just kind of bring it up in, in a way, because let's just say it, because we had a friend one day that came to me and said, She's like, you know what? I think Eric has ADHD. Which so- is funny. Be- well, and what's the mo- funniest part about it is because the diagnosis came from listening to a podcast I'm on. Yeah. So not just, I, I hope it wasn't just like one occurrence of it, but it, I assume she probably no, heard she- it over and over again yeah, in the she- podcast and realized like, like, like that is. She became a power listener to our podcast. Actually, a couple of our friends did. So, which is actually very sweet and, of them. I love it. And we should also add that this friend is is not just a friend, but also in the in she diagnoses. She's ADHD. a psychologist, so she or something along that lines where she's very qualified to make these things. Absolutely, absolutely. Make these kinds of and so that that is what this episode is about. We're going to talk about Eric, and he's. He's a little bit neurodivergent as well. So I love this. Which I think Which we obviously all, we all, all kind of suspected. He couldn't be with me if he was, you know, quote unquote normal guys. But you know what? It's great. And I had kind of suspected for a while that he was a little bit ADD, ADHD, whatever, you know, whatever the technical term. And yeah, we didn't get him te- technically tested, whatever. But when our friend said that to me when we were out, was like, duh, of yeah. course he is. Mm. So, you know, she's like, what happens is she was listening to one of his podcasts, not ours. She was listening to the to one where where he is with, with another guy who happened to be on our podcast in, I believe, season one. And, and he happens to get really excited and talk over him. Mm. And, uh, and it's almost like you, you just can't help yourself. And, and I was like, Duh. 
You know, and I and I noticed that about it's, you it's that, when I listened to that podcast too. It's that my I think it's that my brain is running so fast that before he finishes speaking what he's trying to say, right. I've already processed it. And right, you know, and and I found that it's this really funny because so so I, I probably knew this my most of my. Well, I wouldn't say most of my life, but it's this isn't like a surprise to me or yeah. anything like, like maybe that you're a, for your somebody adult to say life. that. And and the number one reason why that, but it it well, I guess the way I would explain it is when somebody said it to me, it was kind of like a, a, an aha moment. Like yeah, like it's it, like you have a, lot a of, name to it, kind of. Not even that. It's just that I guess it validates it. Yeah, yeah, like, that makes absolute sense. Like, well, yeah, maybe I kind of had that, but like I knew I had this weakness. Mm-hmm. Well, but, and it's not even a weakness. Right, it's just you right. had this this thing that was different. Right. Yeah, and so I knew that that was a thing mm-hmm. with my personality, whatever you want to call it. But I never really attached it to anything. I it was just right. it was just the way Eric was. Right. And. And the the number one like the the reason why this was like a total aha moment moment is to me is for for anybody out there listening that doesn't know I own an e commerce business that sells primarily on Amazon and I have like a bi weekly call with like six other Amazon sellers it's just something we've done for like four years and I always always when we're talking about business type stuff people will mm-hmm. say well how do you guys do this and stuff like that and and everybody's got like this really long complex like right. thing that they do to do this like well I do this and this and this and this and this and I'm like and mine is like two steps you know right cuz you can't go because much I can't. more yeah like yeah, like, see, like and if- that's that's kind of how I am too and and, and yeah I think and I think the biggest thing too is you've always told me I can go about fifty percent really well, and then I'm about done. Yeah, yeah, done. yeah. And and we've always we've kind of discussed that too, and and it's just kind of funny. And I'm like, well, yeah, and that fifty percent is great, <laughs> but but then you're then you kind of check out, right? Right, exactly. And and there's so many people that go deeper in or whatever, and I just I don't do it because I. It's I I don't even think it's that I can't do it. It's just right. It's, it's just boring to me. Lose- I lose losing ten- the attention span. I lose the interest. So right. well, on this call, I used to always tell everybody was like, "Well, this is the process I do." But remember, I'm a really lazy seller. Right, and it's but I think what's funny is you call yourself lazy, but you're not lazy. You just know your limitations, and I think that's the biggest thing. You're almost selling yourself short when you call yourself lazy. I think you almost need to yeah, start rewording yourself to people. Well, but 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 I, th- I think from most that, of the from, world to be would, fair with the context of that call. Yeah, me calling myself a lazy bookseller. <laughs> yeah. it's just kind of a joke thing. Oh yeah, you know absolutely. it's it's more of a joke thing than it is a like like I'm not right. talking down about myself and stuff. It's just right. something that we make fun and, of, and especially since the other primary bookseller, like. He goes down like deep, deep, right. deep into things. So, oh, so we're yeah. like polar opposites in yeah, that sense. Yeah, and I think where, I know who you're talking yeah. about. And yeah, he like the one who wakes up at two o'clock in the yeah. morning and buys himself a, a course and is yeah. like, okay, I'm going to go back to sleep. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he, like he, he goes lives. way deep into things. So we're like the polar opposites. So that's why I just call myself right. a lazy bookseller is just because my system is absolutely less complex than than what – more so than any other 
Amazon bookseller I know. But I will so. say you have to give yourself credit because a lot of people who have ADHD, etc., would not be able to keep a business running for as long as you have. Right. So you've been able to keep this thing going even though – you do things as you might put it, half ass. Yeah, you know, to fifty percent. You, you know, have, as- you have kind of found your your niche and be like, okay, so I can do this, but then I can also do this, and they merge well, right. kind of thing. So another part of this is too that when I was a kid, and and like I have no idea how how bad. Well, I do know that there are definitely people that have ADHD way worse than me because right. I well, I know somebody for, we had somebody on this podcast. I was going to say for instance that, in that, I believe it was season 1 again, we had we had Jason on here. And because so I have told you that that I thought I had I had ADHD and you're like, "I don't think you do. Compare yourself to Jason." And I'm like, yeah, but there's different levels. Right, right. And and now you and I talk and you're like, okay, yeah, you definitely have it. So then you and I kind of talk about ways to deal, etc. So that's kind of where where we we talk about it and we just don't have it to the level that he has it or just on the line. It's kind of like how there's a spectrum for autism, there's a spectrum. There's a spectrum for so many things. I think there's a spectrum for for ADHD, ADD, where, and again, I don't really know the difference between ADD, ADHD. I think, you know, whatever. But I think he has it to a point where if he tried to put things in a in a calendar, etc., and then a lot of people, they can't make it work. And you can kind of make it work, but you have to have people call you, for instance. I can, for the most part, make it work as long as I have reminders. Mm-hmm. So well, there's and, there's different levels for and, everyone. And I think that was a huge advantage to So when I was a kid, they they actually did diagnose me with ADHD. Yes, I I recall you and, saying this. And my they they diagnosed me and my brother both and I I am by no means qualified for to diagnose people with ADHD, but I would say that there is a strong possibility that my brother has it as well. I um, would agree. I would agree. And and but my mom opted to not give us get us put on medication or anything like that for for it, which when I look back at it now and now that I'm thinking like like so growing up I never really thought I there was anything abnormal you know like right and but now when somebody brings this to your attention and you attach all these different things that that you've struggled with I guess in not really right. struggled with but. Right, but that you, you could have been doing but in a different way. you look at the way. way you do things, and the way you have constructed yourself to do things is very mm-hmm. different than a, a lot of other people because of the fact that, I mean, I have a shorter attention span. Right. And um, when I look at that, I'm like, I'm almost thankful that I never got that, that I that she opted to not to put me on medication because right. that kind of forced me to, instead of like using... Because the minute you get put on ADHD medication, you're now you're now diagnosed. You're now you can. I could have leveraged that as a crutch yeah, in my life, absolutely. And I never did. I I just found ways to work around it. Yep. Which I think has made me a better me. Yeah. But one of the things that knowing this and feeling like okay, having somebody tell you this and then feeling like um okay, they are probably right. Right. You know, because I can see things in my life that, you know, I even in this is months and months before um, we were ever even she 
this person ever told you this. Right. I had told you that. I figured out that when I do anything, it doesn't matter what it is. It's like you said, I think. You do it like 50%. Like I do it like there's this range that you can do something. You can just kind of dabble in it and then Mm -hmm. you can get further into it and further into it. I only get as far as I – to the point where I'm successful and then I stop. And I I don't ever try to go any further than that. And and I assume that's because my attention span just isn't there to keep going down that rabbit hole. I do think so. Like I can tell – that both you and I have a shorter attention span easily. You know, I can tell that that you and I can really go into a good conversation, but then I can also tell that when a conversation hits a certain point that we're both like, done, eh, done. Yeah. yeah. And so, but I think by the way I, by having to face it head on as if it wasn't a problem, it made me create me in a way that worked really well. Right. With my handicap to where uh, if I would have been flagged really young with a handicap, then maybe it would have just restricted me on what I could do in my life. Right. And not work around that. Absolutely. So like sometimes, so this, this might sound like a really weird, um, a really weird analogy, but like, so you're, you're climbing a mountain, right? You have the option of actually climbing that mountain. Or taking a horse up that mountain. Well, you're going to feel really proud of that self if you of, of yourself if you really climb that mountain more so than if you take that horse up that mountain, mm-hmm. right? So you climbed that mountain yourself rather than taking that horse up that mountain, and you learned a lot by mm-hmm. climbing that mountain. So right, and and it could be like because I came up to that mountain and I didn't know whether I could take a horse over that mountain, right? That that horse so was not an option I, at the, I, I or had it may no have been. I, yeah, or but I didn't know that I didn't know what I was going into. So right. I just went into it. It was cloudy. Kind of, you had no idea what you were going into. And I probably failed miserably on hundreds of occasions, yep. but I just kept going until I migrated through it. Absolutely. Whereas like had had I been diagnosed, put on medication and and f- marked as ADHD. Right. Maybe I would have came up to that mountain and said there's no way I can get over that mountain and just stopped right, right there. Yep. But I still continued to go because I didn't realize that there was a hurdle. There was a whatever yep. in in the way of what I was trying to do. Absolutely. And I Absolutely. think that was a big thing. But then at the same time now, now that I can reflect on it and say, okay, I think that this is a real thing, that this is something that I am actually – whatever you want to call it it's it's a trait of me right and and now i look at it and i'm like okay so like would life just get way easier for me if i got put on a medication for right. it or or you know like how much farther could i be in life right if i had you know addressed this hurdle with medication so it's kind of a weird dynamic to to realize this later on on in life because like by now I don't feel like it's ever held me back from anything I wanted to do because there just really isn't a whole lot that that is missing from right. what I've done like right. I'm very like- very content with with where I am blah 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 and but it's weird to think like like was this something that I could have been miles and miles ahead of you know like like Finding, I I would say that I hit this pinnacle of realizing like like oh 
I really enjoy my life probably in the net last five years. Right. And I wonder if like like if I would have not had this hurdle to jump over, could I have gotten there ten years ago or something like you that? Know, and I it's don't know really you, interesting. I really don't know if you could have because I think the real the reason why you enjoyed the life is because of what we've created with this podcast, what we've created with understanding ourselves. But but then again at the same time but, you have to realize could I could it I mean could you have I started yourself? listening to podcasts and and the first day I ever listened to a podcast Tracy I said I want to make a podcast and that was like this in, is true and so that was like have... in 2003 yes yeah, people so there were podcasts took... in 2003 so yeah you're and, right I guess and could I have just gotten there to that point so much faster had that you is know, true I not had this hurdle and I don't know but it it's a really really interesting di- dynamic to think about it but but now I'm kind of left at this spot where, okay, so it's I don't feel like it's held me back from doing the things I wanted to do. Right. You know, but you're- do I explore the option of looking at like like is it worth just trying a medication to see like would things just get infinitely easier? You know, I think the biggest thing to do is speak to people who are actually on medication and speak to them and ask, how was your life before and how was your life after? Because we know people like yeah. that, obviously, yeah. and I don't think you've done that, quite frankly, and uh, and I think that's really going to be the best thing that you can do. And really, the one piece of advice that I have to tell you is, you have once told me, you've actually told me this multiple times, you have never failed at anything that you actually put your whole mind to. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that medication would help you because you are very successful. Now obviously but success would the medica- is but is, would the medication help me right put my entire mind would it to relax things, your mind and two things, you know, yeah. because there are a lot of things that I'd like to do, for instance, like like better marketing of podcasts. This is something that I want to True. do. But and would it, you know, would it at at night? <laughs> would you relax more in terms of of that shaky knee that that you bounce so so often? Which, which I'm doing would, right now, by the way. Are you, oh yeah, so, I can't see it under the table, but yeah, you know, would it do stuff like that? And well, I mean, to be fair, I I know that bothers you, but it I doesn't don't bother really you. care. Right. So <laughs> so that's to me that's a mute point, but. Right, but the point is, is that this is kind of an interesting dynamic to to explore down because now, you know, you've seen what I've seen what I've been able to do with not not like I I knew this was a a hurdle for me to get over, right? And and not so much that it was a hurdle, but it's a hurdle in certain ways, right? You know what I mean, like because. Because it is a hurdle. Because if you need to go deep and really learn something, that becomes more challenging for for absolutely. a person suffering. Absolutely. But in other ways, it might be beneficial. And yeah. So, it, and that's the quirk of neurodivergence is that that some a lot of these things we all focus on the negatives we, it brings to your life, but there are also positives. That's what to I it. was gonna say. There's there's some really huge huge positives, and so it's it is so hard, and. The one, well, there's two things that I have to add. One thing is we've definitely started focusing on 
the mindfulness journey, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that can take the place of of medication. Mm-hmm. So just doing meditation every day, just focusing on what's in front of you at the moment, that can really take the place of medication. You don't necessarily need something to calm you down if you're already focusing on calming you down. You mm-hmm. know, you can kind of maybe that can take you from fifty percent production to sixty, seventy five. Who knows? So I think that can really that's even helped me a little bit, not all the way, but that can, you mm-hmm. know. So I think that's one thing. And then the other thing is that you've even helped me a little bit in the sense of you have sort of you know that you take things about 15 minute increments at a time Mm -hmm. and because you told me the one day you're like do you see a big task and you just want to cry and i said yeah i do and so then i've started last week i started really trying to do that and i started just what have you been doing just i started i started taking things and and breaking it down like i said okay right now i'm gonna take this and just do this little task in this room. I'm going to just break down the boxes. I'm just going to, and then I'm going to just do a 15 minute yoga. I'm not going to do a big yoga today. I'm just going to do this. And, um, and that really helped me last week. I didn't do a lot last week, but I just started two days doing something. And then this week I'm going to hopefully do something. And, uh, and it's really helped me start to break down and not make tasks so big because I think I, I suffer from that where I see tasks and they're so huge. And uh, and yeah, that's helped me. So I think we can kind of keep each other accountable for that. Yeah, and, and that that actually like, I've tried to tell you to break up the things into little tasks for a long time. I don't know yeah, if you realize that. But, but I, I, I'm so bad. <laughs> I'm so bad at that because I just want things done. But then I then I keep putting it off because I see it as big. So, But I, I don't think it tell until this all came about that I really re- realized how important that was for me to do. Mm-hmm. I I guess I thought maybe that and and believe me when I when I say this like breaking big tasks into little tasks help helps everybody. I don't care how non ADHD oh, you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're just going to be more efficient if you do that. Mm-hmm. Even if you want it done, I promise you it's just better to do it that way cuz you know what if you can make it through and put Two 15-minute tasks together, great, but just start it as one 15-minute task or something like that. And, and it's amazing. So since we've gotten back from Chile, there's been little tasks that I would do it during the day that I've just stopped doing because I feel like I'm so, I am so I have so much going on that I don't have time to do them. Which you so, do. You really have been busy. I, I have been, but... But at the same time, so since we had that conversation about breaking things up into little segments and stuff, I've actually taken a to-do list and I took all of oh, the, yeah. the things that I have to do in a week. I'm not fully done with this yet, but all these things that I have to do in a week, I put them on a to-do list to make yeah. sure that I get them done. And, you know, the ones that have to be done daily, come back the next day, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So, like, it's just big running list that, like, as I add things to it, it will just be kind of like the blueprint of my day. Right. And the way I've been approaching it is so all of the tasks that I put on the list are basically tasks working on my business. Right. And then, but then I also work in my business. Right. I, I don't know if everybody knows what that means, but when you're working on the business, it's kind of like you're, you're working on 
expanding the infrastructure of the business, stuff like that. Whereas right. working into business is more like you're an employee. Right. And so I have to get those that to-do list done before I can work in my business. Because what I found was right. because I had so much work of to do in the business, I was never – I was putting off the things outside of the business. Yeah, makes sense. So I decided that, okay, I'm going to break these up into increments and put them in it. Once I did it, now I've gotten way better and I'm kind of yep. getting back to the point where I was prior to Chile. Like yep. I've got my routine back where I'm doing most of the things we're doing. And I've also realized those day-to-day tasks that I was doing – they're nothing. Not so. They're well, nothing. And and you guys, I want you to know, talk to somebody about this too, because part of the way that Eric came to this, we were talking about this at night and he's like, wait, what to-do list do you use? And now Eric, I think, is using somebody else's to-do list that he figured out on his on his like, weekly oh. um Yeah. On his <laughs> weekly call. But still he was originally gonna use one of my to-do lists and but we kind of figured this out together because I have like a to-do list that's like, don't forget to take out the trash, which I know seems really stupid, but it's like, oh, this is Recycle Week. Mm-hmm. Just be- just but, because these are stupid things that I want on my, my list. And it's funny because uh, taking out the trash, that's a great example of something that like, while taking out the trash is nothing. It's just- It's like when you have in your head 50 things you need right. to do- Taking out the trash could be a stressful thing because it's like, yeah. when am I going to fit it in between the other 50 things I have to do today? Right. And it's just you know? like, it. it's just a stupid thing. Like, is it recycle week? And it's like, oh, yes, it's recycle week. Let me just look at my list. Mm-hmm. So it's just silly little things like that. Like if you can have it in a to-do list, if you have something extra to put on it, oh, let me put it on my to-do list. So I have one on my phone and then I, I have now a paper one. So, and I know, again, I know some of you, it doesn't work. So then have somebody else that can help you be accountable. Just have something else. Because I know when Eric has a has an appointment with somebody, he's like, can you please call me, message me, whatever, because he is slightly worse than I am. And, uh, and we have some friends where we're always like, I feel bad when I message him, but I'm like, hey, you know. Don't forget, you got to come over here in a half hour, whatever. But then, you know, he's like, thanks. Mm-hmm. So, so, but it, it's just, there's different people that, that need different things. Mm-hmm. So, and it's all about working around those challenges. And, right. You it, need to know what you need and, and understand what other people need and et cetera. And, and I think that's like, so I guess how I would explain it is, is that by me, never making this connection of what that weakness was. So just by knowing that, oh, I'm a lazy bookseller or I'm lazy at everything I do. I only do it halfway and then I right. I move on to the next thing. That's that's not really understanding why you do that thing. Right. And, and that's it, the biggest thing. And so that makes it really hard to navigate around it. Mm-hmm. But then when I was told this, first of all, I did, when I was told this, I wasn't like, oh, great, I'm ADHD. No. No, but I, yeah, I, you I were like, very like, receptive. Like I sat down and I thought about it, and I'm like, "Wow, that actually makes a lot of sense." So I'm not telling you that if somebody listens to a podcast you're on and they tell you that you do some weird, quirky talking thing that 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 is common among ADHD people, that doesn't mean that you have ADHD. Right. Stop down, reflect, and think about like 
think about you and think about the things you've struggled with in life and stuff like that and say, do the things I struggle with match with what this person is saying? If they do, you might actually have that thing. If they don't, well, you know, people do quirky things. things. (laughs) Like like they're not, not only people that have ADHD do the little like finishing of other people's sentences. Absolutely. You know, yeah, because I, I mean, I talk, I talk again right there. I was just, I talk over Eric all the time. Right. But talking but, over and, and finishing sentences are a different thing. Absolutely. But the point is, is that, that by me seeing, having, it's, it's like I, I now have this, this challenge marked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a lot it's just so much easier for me to navigate around it because I know it's there, I acknowledge it's there and then I can think about okay, if I'm afflicted by this, what's the best way to fix it? You know Absolutely. like Absolutely. Like do you do you do medication? Do you just kind of continue your your life and just notice things and and adjust how how you want like maybe adjust your life? You know, do we just obviously you've taken the first step by by making lists, which I think is a great I think you're doing a really good good thing with where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, when we get together with some people, just talk to them and say, Hey, you know, have you done ADHD medicine? What does it do for you? Kind of kind of stuff like that and just say Yeah. And and I think if I ever did it, I would just do it really, really experimental just to absolutely. be like like I'll do I'll go on it for like a certain amount of time just to see where my brain goes because just to see like, is it just like me, but everything's way easier or is, does it like, does it calm change you too me? much? Yeah. It, you know, like, does it put me, because if it brings up other negative things, exactly. I feel like I've done a pretty good job with this ADHD part component that right. I don't need to add other negative things to my life to make that thing better because I can navigate around it pretty much. And now that I know exactly what it is, it's that much easier to navigate around it because now right. before, like the way I would explain it is, is, is like, so you have a broken computer, mm-hmm. right? What's better? The computer doesn't turn on. You have no idea what's wrong and you have to figure out how to fix it. Right. Or, the you know exactly that it's the hard drive that's failed in the computer and all you have to do is change a hard drive and it'll right. work again it's a heck of a lot easier to navigate that problem yep. by knowing exactly what the problem is yeah and while i didn't i probably was aware of that before i never fully know. acknowledged it yep. until now which mm-hmm. and which can make me now say Okay, let's plan how to go around this and not struggle with it. Yep. So the hindsight of it all is I think I've struggled with certain things throughout my life that I didn't need to struggle if I just realized what my weakness was. Yeah. And nobody likes to hear about their weaknesses, right? No, absolutely but, not. No, I mean but, when I found out I was bipolar, it was a it was a good and bad thing. I mean, I, I had a name to it, but then also it was like, oh, I'm bipolar. Yeah. yeah. And it's so it's again, a hard thing. It it's not like it's a complete weakness. But no, it's it's probably me excelling in one thing, but we being yep. weak in another thing. So absolutely, absolutely. You just have to have to figure out what you're good at, what you're what you're slightly weaker at and you know you just you just have to figure out how to navigate life 
So yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have anything else to add to this. Do you have anything else that you would like to talk about your your journey and finding this out? And um, not totally. But the the other the only thing I would sit there and I would advise anybody that's listening to this, like if you're looking at it and thinking, like I wouldn't go out and try to actively find these kind of things within you. You know what I mean? Like, right. Absolutely. Like don't try to go out and seek that you might have something like this, but, Mm -hmm. but just be aware when somebody says, and especially somebody that's very qualified to make that statement. Right. Right. That because it really has changed the way I've thought about things. Yeah. I was, I was very happy with how open you were when I said it. I mean, and granted, like we said, it, it came from a, a qualified person who said right. who said it. So obviously you should have. And they're my friends. So I mean, yeah. on top of that, like I'm not going to get offended by it because I know she's not like being malicious to me or right. something like that. But, but yeah, I, I would, I would, the thing I, I would tell anybody out there is don't go out and try to find these types of things. But if somebody does bring something to your intention, listen. Yeah. Because you, not even that. Um, whether I go on medication or not ever, which I'm kind of leaning towards that I probably won't because yeah. at this point in my life, I don't see why. The only reason, again, I would try to do it is just because I'm that curious to know, like, yeah. would it make things infinitely easier or something? But um, but listen to it because, I yeah. mean, if you listen to it and then you really think about it and you connect with it, it has really changed my thought process about moving forward with things. There's no harm in listening. You know, and and recently, like, I applied this very concept within my business. I I took a, a daunting pro, pro, yeah, a daunting task that I've put off for years and years and years and years. Yeah, and I sat down and I said, okay. And I mean, it took me like probably now that I know how to do this, it, it'll take me like thirty minutes every time I do it. I know, isn't but it? But it great? took me like eight hours to do this because you know me being Eric had to stop and like walk away from it because you know like I just my mind oh, that's can't, how I do oh I'm so my glad mind that you can't do that sit too. there and, and focus on something <laughs> for that long so I'm glad that you said that because that's how I do it too I'm like okay take a break now yep yep lots of breaks lots of breaks but but I mean that literally overnight doubled the amount of sales my business was getting by oh, taking that taking that eight hours and and I mean and and my my guy that pulls my orders, he's the other day. He's like he's like I he's like I don't know what you did, Eric, but you fixed it, <laughs> you know. And and so like the already the positives that have come from yeah. just me reflecting on this for a little bit are are showing their fruit. Good, you know. And and I think like even with like us sitting down figuring out that t- task list, yeah. Which again. If you're like, well, thank God I'm not ADHD because I don't want to ever have but to do that. But that task list, that I task mean, list, man, I don't care who you are. It'll make your life so much easier. Yeah, because I know? mean, I've been kind of thinking we got to do something like that around the house. It's like, okay, when do we want to do the the mm. um, the fridge, which nobody wants to do ever. Granted, you're always the one who does it. Yeah, and actually, you know what? Maybe I should just add stuff like that to my tasks list too. But but it is. It's and and when you see it in front of you, you realize it's not that much. No. It's not that much, and then it also really motivates you to right. to crush it. You know, like I'm gonna get this done because 
we all kind of default to wanting to do the things that we want to do or, or psychologically we think are the most important. Yeah. So you, I, I personally believe unless you're a very miserable person, sorry, anybody out there if they don't agree with this, but everybody has a thing in their day they want to do. Yeah. So if you give that person a list and say, you can't do that thing you want to do until, until this, you do. this list is done. Yeah. That's a very motivating factor. I don't care who you are. Yeah, that's and, how I did it yesterday. I was like, I have to edit this podcast. And then, mm-hmm. and once that podcast was edited, I got to to just chill. And, and I think like like you were talking about with segmenting. So if there is a test that has been in front of you, whether you have, you know, ADHD or you're completely normal, there's still tasks that overwhelm people. Mm-hmm. Well, take that task and break it up into a million little pieces. And, you know, do one, just think about it. If you spend, if you have a 12-hour task that you've put off for six months, if you do 10 minutes on that task for the next 30 days, you will be done with that task in no time. Yeah, it's very true. And you know what? Once you're done with that task, it's probably gone forever. Or if you do have to redo it again, guess what? It's going to be significantly easier to do the next time. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I got. Well, guys, if you need to relax as well, though, because you have ADHD or something, I have to tell you, next week we're going to have on Jess again, who was on last week. And she's going to, well, sorry, two weeks ago. I'm always so bad at that. And I know, I know. Uh, And she's going to be talking about meditation and mindfulness. And I'm so horrible because when we recorded at the end, I did not bring up her her podcast podcast. again. I'm just the meditation well. Yes, the meditation well, and you can find that wherever you can find podcasts. You should be able to. Mm -hmm. So I just want you guys to be able to find that. So I want to bring that up again. The meditation well with Jess Hastley. So, and it is a great meditator. It is a great podcast that you can meditate to. So. I want you guys to find that and come back and listen to her podcast where she talks about that and mindfulness and all that good stuff. And then after that, we're going to ki- come back with an episode after that, and we're going to talk about our personal experience down this road of yeah, of mindfulness. Med- yep, and how we got into to it and, and just kind of our reactions to what we've learned about it Yeah, too. So, yeah, so, so we'll, I'm pretty excited about that too. Yeah, so a lot we got a lot of, a lot of good of, episodes coming up. Yeah, not narrow divergent episodes, but well, they're also know. very, very. I think they're anybody, any neuro, neurodivergent person, can take a lot, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of good stuff from it. From from mindfulness and meditation, and yeah. guess what? Like Anyone I said a couple can. times on this podcast, you know, if a neurodivergent person can gain from it, guess what? Anyone. Everybody else can yep, too. Yeah, so. a lot of healing stuff from that. And of course, if you have anything to write to us, stigmas and open wounds at gmail.com. And you can find anything from our back episodes and our our book review episodes at stigmas and open wounds.com. And we'll be back in two weeks for you. Talk to you guys later. Thank you.
Thank you.